Hello and welcome to the Lori Burke podcast. Today I have a special guest, Carrie Cardozo. She is a soul prophet, a psychic, and a healer. And she's here to teach women how to own their power and place in this world. Welcome. Thank you. Super excited to be here with you. Thank you so much for joining me. I am doing a special series on Wonder Women in my world. And somehow you and I connected through, I want to say it was Alpha Femme. I think so. I believe that's where we connected. Yeah. Yeah. So we're both in this amazing group of women online. They're entrepreneurs and, you know, healers and coaches and um, all these women doing amazing things in the world. And you and I connected and Ah, I'm so excited to just learn more about you and share you with my audience. So let's just dive in. Um, starting with, so you are a soul prophet, like, and a psychic. So I'm just wondering, when did you first know you were psychic? So good question. Yeah. I have been psychic my whole life, but I had no idea. I thought everybody saw what I saw and did what I did. <laughs> Um, as a child, I would see things like when I woke up at night or I'd be woken up by things and I'd say something to my mom and my mom would be like, that's just a dream. Just go back to bed. It's fine. Yes. Yes. It's fine. She would just like, yes, me. So I was like, oh, she sees them too. It's okay. Like these are fine. Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize it till about eight years ago when my fiance passed away Mm -hmm. and, um, I started on this journey of like what happens after you pass. Cause I wasn't religious. Yeah. Um, I really had no belief. And mm-hmm. when I started really digging into that, I would see some psychics and I saw an angel channel and everybody was like, you have it. You're psychic. You are like the one. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying like, what are you talking about? But I knew it. Like I could see him. I could hear him. I knew things. And it literally just his passing made me realize and open up to my gifts. Wow. Okay. So you're talking about, okay. So, cause I know there are different Claire senses. There's clairvoyance, Claire audience, Claire cognizance. Um, uh, I feel like there's like three more. Um, so you could actually see and, and just feel it. So I think, I feel like you're like Claire sentient. Is that, I have all of them. You all there's, I have, there's not a single thing in the psychic world I can't do. I have all of them. I see, hear, feel, know. I can, like, I can feel spirits touch me. Um, I can read energy. Um, I I do them all. And I've always had them all. Yes. And here's the thing I've heard too, is that everybody has all of them. It's just, you have to develop them, right? Correct. Well, yes, to a point. There are people who will never um, see, like, uh, I, I teach people how to activate and open up their psychic abilities. It's the main thing I do. And I'll give you an example. I have people who talk to animals okay. and communicate with animals and they can't communicate with anything else. Okay. And it's really because that's what they came here to do. Mm-hmm. So everybody has something specific. Like if you think about it, we have a skill that we're really good at yeah. and yeah, we can be okay at like, uh, we were, I, I learned piano when I was five, I started taking piano lessons and I was really good at it, but my brother is an amazing musician. I, I can play the piano for fun. Like it's great, yeah. but he's really meant to do it. Uh-huh. So there's things even with our psychic gifts that we're really meant to do. And, and when we learn how to master that one, yeah. it completely changes your life. So yes. Could you spend your whole life opening and activating every single psychic ability? Yes. But you don't necessarily need to. 
Okay. I love that. I'm, I'm definitely musical and my sisters say that I just have talent and yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I, I, I got good because maybe, well, and I learned in my human design that my sense of touch is actually my strongest sense. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that I can touch an instrument and be really good at it. Yeah. Um, and I've generated a lot of amazing things in my life because of that. So I would think like, is there a clear sense that's a touch sense? There is. Yeah. Okay. So any, if you sometimes like everything has energy associated with it. Mm -hmm. So if you touch something, you have the ability to understand and comprehend the energy just from touching something. Like you can hold a crystal and understand what that crystal is for or what you're supposed to do with it. Or you just kind of become familiar with it just by touching. Like I don't read books. I buy them and uh, I (laughs) I just absorb the energy of so many books. Like that I've bought and I don't actually ever read, but I completely understand what's inside of them. Like not word for word, yeah. but I understand what's inside of them just by connecting to the energy of the book. Oh, I've done this my whole life. That's so cool. That would have helped me a lot in like accelerated (laughs) English in high school. (laughs) It's funny because I never read any of the books either. And I somehow got straight A's. So maybe I have, I was just doing the same thing. I was holding the Cliff's notes. <laughs> yeah. My child does that. My, one yeah. of my children does that. He's like, I got a 98 and I didn't even read the book. And I'm that's, like, that's great. Great. And I actually understand it better when somebody else kind of talks about it mm-hmm. instead of me reading the words. I'm like, I can feel into it better when somebody else is like explaining it too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love all this. So here's a question to just anybody listening. How do you nurture and find your gift or gifts? And how do you like nurture all of that in yourself? Is it a daily practice? Is it um, like, can you practice it in every moment? Do you need to take time like 15 minutes a day? Is it like exercise? What's what, how do we do this? So you can do it literally in any way. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you some important tips that are so, so crucial. For one, you have to, there's a level of healing that everybody has to do. Mm -hmm. We block our gifts Mm -hmm. because of many different things. The way we were brought up, I work with a lot of people who were brought up very religious and getting past those religious beliefs Mm. are crucial in opening up their psychic abilities, or if they were taught that like things in the dark are scary, or those voices in your head, are you being crazy? So it it depends on what you were, how you were taught as to what you absolutely have to heal from. If not feeling worthy enough, not trusting yourself, all of these things will hinder you receiving information or connecting with energy in a, in a really pure, um, un, un, uninstructed way. Like our opinions can shape what it is that we receive. Our likes and dislikes can shape and alter what it is that we're, we believe we're hearing. So you have to do healing. During that healing, what I say you do is you clear your filters. Everybody receives, whether you hear, feel, touch, know, see, experience, whatever it is, you receive through a filter. It has to come into your body. Otherwise, if it's already within you, that's intuition. That's not psychic abilities. There is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So everything that's already inside of you from your soul or even from, you know, an aspect of your higher self is intuition. It's you tapping into the information that's already held with inside of you. As a psychic, we tap into stuff that is outside of us that is not directly connected to us already. Mm-hmm. So in order to foster those abilities, 
we have to clear our filters, which is how we receive, like clearing those filters. So if somebody says to me, what is the best way to grow my business? Now, there are hundreds of thousands of ways to grow your business. There are ways that I've seen have really worked and there's ways that I see haven't worked at all and are really not beneficial for businesses. And there've been times that people have asked me, how do you grow your business? And I give them one of those things that I am dead set against because that's what they need. Not because I think it's going to work has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. But what I see with a lot of people who are trying to foster and grow their psychic abilities is that they're not truly tapping into the streams of consciousness or the guides or whatever it is, Akashic records, whatever it is you're tapping into, they're tapping into their own beliefs. And this is where psychics differ. Mm. And this is where we get in trouble because we're, we're channeling through a filter that needs to be cleared. So those things are so important. Then you do want to practice. You want to practice to start in a space where it is quiet and you can focus and you don't have distractions because any little bit of distraction will take you out of that focused conscious Mm. connection and back into your head. And every time you're back in your head, if you're trying to hear in your head, you're doing it wrong. If you're trying to hear or see in your head, you're doing it wrong. The information's not in your head. So you want to get in a space where you can be uh, totally not distracted and practice every day. Like I channel every day, every day, even if I'm not working. And I tell my advanced psychics to do this. They connect with their guides every single day. But then also you want to use it in the moment to moment because very seldom do you get an opportunity. And some people do, and some people have to do it this way. But Mm -hmm. ideally, I teach all of my clients to do it in a space that like on the go, you're driving, somebody asks a question, like, you know, my, my daughter texted me this, uh, this morning, and she was like, I'm getting a tattoo, which one should I get? And I heard first one, I don't even know what the tattoos are. I'm uh-huh. like, first one, she's like, you didn't let me show you. I was like, okay, I, did. I heard the first one. And she's like, okay, thanks. So oh like, my gosh. So you want to be able to do it. Like, ideally, you know, if you're reading something, you don't stop the car to focus and read a sign on the, on the side of the road, like, you know, an exit sign. We do it in our everyday moment and we want to get our gifts so we can do it in the everyday moment. But you've got to learn to trust as well. And, and that's something that we do with practice. That was, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like you really have to trust yourself and keep almost testing yourself. How much do you trust yourself to, to be confident in the answer that comes to you and to trust that it's the right answer. Right. Cause I, yeah, sometimes we sabotage ourselves as well. Like, you know what the right thing is to do, but you're like, mm, but I'm also getting a feeling I should do this. Or it's like, you know, you get to, you distract yourself from the the thing out of, like you said, like fear or the filter or something's not clear enough. So if you're looking through a foggy window, you really won't know for sure until your, your energy is clear and that you can really just sit back and like really trust yourself. Right. Yeah. And the way you trust yourself, like, I'm going to be honest with you, is you have to follow the guidance, whether it's real guidance or not. But, uh, and this is something that not a lot of people want to hear. Not a lot of people promote. I talk about this all the time. You want to fail as a psychic. You want to get it wrong. Mm. Because when you get it wrong, it shows you how to course correct and get it right. Like, think about this. Imagine you're driving and this happens all the time. I will drive and I'll hear a police officer. And I kid you not, a mile up the road, there's always a police officer. <laughs> but imagine if I ignored it. If I ignored it, I'm going to get pulled over and I'm going to be like, darn it. I should have listened to that sound that said police officer. If I listen to it and I slow down, I might never see it. 
And I might never know because I wasn't speeding. You're driving on the road and you hear to take a certain road and you take it. You will never know what could have happened if you stayed on the road that you didn't hear or was originally on, where if you're wrong and you stay on the road that they asked you to get off of, you're going to soon find out why they asked you to get off. So as a psychic, you want to get it wrong. And it's not like you try to get it wrong, but failure is going to grow you so much faster than getting it right. Because oftentimes right isn't validated. It's not confirmed for you. Now, big things that can be down the road and it can be in certain situations. If you're like, you know, when is someone going to call in timing wise? Timing is not great for psychics though. Timing is the hardest thing because spirit world doesn't care about timing. Yeah. So when you get it wrong, it's not a place for you to be like, oh my God, I didn't listen. It's a place for you to be like, oh my gosh, I totally heard that. Okay. What did that sound like? What did that feel like? Why did I ignore that? Where did I get in my own way? So the more you get it wrong, the faster you learn. Okay. I mean, that's, that's good to know. I mean, universally for a lot of things, but yeah, I could see that being like, it's just going to guide you back to, to center of, you know, the truth. Correct. Correct. Mm. And but, it's more self-adjustment that you can make yeah. because in psychics and in energy, we're asked to trust. We are asked to trust. And sometimes like I've channeled things that haven't happened for four years. Imagine mm. waiting for four years to find <laughs> out if you were right or not. Ah. When, if you get it wrong, you know, right away, you pretty much know immediately or within a short time that you got it wrong. So you can readjust. So, and when you get it wrong, you know what the right one was. Can you give me an example of the four-year wait versus like knowing something's wrong right away? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I just had one the other day. I'm trying to think of um, what it was that I was, that I was, okay. So the other day I was channeling. I know what it was. And, um, I, I was asking about some things that were going on in my life specifically that has to do with twin planes. Okay. And I was channeling with my guides. Um, it was probably around midday Yeah. and they were talking about twin flames and like, there's something important coming in. And I said, okay. And I had a call. So I jumped on a call and they said, you'll find, you'll understand later on this afternoon. I'm like, all right. So I get in the car and I start voice messaging with a client and she mentioned something. I don't even remember what she mentioned. Mm. And immediately hit me that um, back in 2018, 17 and 18, all of my clients wanted to know about twin flames, twin flames, twin flames, twin flames. And I know a lot about twin flames. It's, It's one of the things that I do, but my guides kept saying, not now, not yet, not yet, not yet. And I would keep saying that. I would say not yet. Like I'm not meant to do a program yet. Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I never did one. Yeah. And as I'm driving to pick up my kids from school, messaging with a client, it literally hit me that my guide said back in 2018 that I would do a big program on Twin Planes. And I was like, oh my God, it's time now. Oh. Now imagine if from the, that time, like I knew back in 2018, it wasn't time to do it. So I kind of like let it go, even though they were like, no, you're going to do a program and you're going to do this, but it just never felt right. And I knew all the information wasn't there. Wow. So I just let it go, left it totally where it was. Yeah. And then just the other day driving, I was like, oh my God, they showed me the notebook. I wrote it in. I I was brought right back to the day that I channeled it. And I was like, oh my God, it's finally here. Like it's circling back around. Okay. So like things like this happen all the time. All the time. I love it. Mm -hmm. 
It's just so cool. Um, are there times that you ever like lose connection with your guides or are they just like, once you locked them in, they were like, and also I want to know, how do you find your guides and where are they? What are they? Who are they? <laughs> so yeah, you can definitely, I have clients who come out to me all the time and because they've lost connection, we can lose connection through emotions, through going through a traumatic time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can lose connection with your guides. I, one of the, um, one of my lessons that I learned specifically, um, I didn't realize how strong my gifts were until they took them all away. Ooh. Literally, I woke up one day and they told me, you're going into a healing period and you will not have your psychic gifts. And I was like, okay, like that's not going to be such a big deal. Yeah. It literally transformed my life. Ooh. I heard nothing in my head. My head was silent, except for like my own voice. Yeah. I People would ask me a question. I literally just stare at them because I didn't know the answer. Even one of my friends is like, you're literally getting nothing, like nothing. And I'm like, I got nothing. I got no thoughts about this, nothing. And it made me realize I lost them for three months worth of time. It was, um, I had anxiety. I like, it was confusing. It brought huge awareness and self understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, so if there's something that you're meant to be doing, there's some kind of healing, you will lose connection. And if you're not meant to be channeling at that time. So Um, we can, there's two very different things. Like I said, there's intuition and connecting Mm -hmm. with yourself and then there's psychic and connecting outside of yourself with guides and all that kind of stuff. Right. Very different. If you are not meant to be using your psychic abilities and connecting with guides, but rather tuning in and going within and finding the answers within inside yourself, the guides will step back and you won't be able to connect with them. Hmm. But then it calls you to really work on your intuition, right? Correct. Correct. It calls you to like both. know yourself. <laughs> what happens when you have both intuition and your psychic well, you, you're, some, uh, you're absolutely supposed to. So yeah. even when I'm channeling with my guides, I always run everything back through me, back through my soul, back through my higher self. Does this make sense? Does it align with me? Am I still going to be, am I, is this something I want to do? Ideally, you should master your intuition and your psychic gifts and use them coherently together. Yeah. It, otherwise, you're giving your power away to one thing or another and not using all of your resources. So yeah, there's absolutely times, like I've had times where I can see every single one of my guys standing there and literally nobody's talking to me. And I'm just like, are you freaking serious? Because I see my guides like I see regular people. Wow. For the most part, like I can see my, I see very, very clearly. I see very clearly. Can I ask how many there are? Um, everybody at least has one guide. Okay. But you have like multiple? You can have multiple guides. Yep. Are they yep. like, a, like a, are they wearing like clothes or like, are they like forms? Are they human? So they're, well, they're not human because they're all spirits. Right. Humans have physical bodies, but they're all like, I, I have clients who see guides just as as orbs of energy. Mm-hmm. I have clients who can't even see their guides, but they can feel them and they can hear them and they know they're there. Okay. I have guides who, I have clients who can't see their guides um, or hear them, but they can see the images the guides give them. They can feel oh. the knowing. Okay. So the guides can communicate with you, whether you can see them or hear them or not through any of your senses. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, guides um, look like how they present themselves so guides can even be animals guides can be fairies guides can be you know mythological creatures um or guides can show up in the in the form of like a physical like a body like what we would call a human they can look like a human yes wow interesting so and i i have another friend who is a psychic and a healer and Mm -hmm. 
it kind of looks up to her left side. Is that kind of where you feel yours hanging out or like above um, you to your left or your right? Or like, are they de- up in the yeah, air? it depends. It depends what guide it is. Um, so I can any, any of them. So a lot of times people, a guide will stand in one spot. So, you know, it's them, but my guides just do whatever they, I can see them to the right, to the left, up, back, wherever they are at that moment, I see them or it depends on who the guide is as to where I see it. It's just so fascinating. And then do you need to like activate them and be like, Hey, or can you like put silent mode on where like, Hey, I don't want to be bothered right now. Like I'm sleeping or, you know, like set your, set your body to silent mode or something like that. Or are they just always on? So yes, you absolutely can set boundaries and, um, and shut down like your receptors so they don't speak to you. Mm-hmm. Um, most guides, most high level guides and um, high integrity guides will make sure they'll honor what you ask. So <laughs> if you say, I do not want to communicate, they will step back. Now, there are times that like you might say, I don't want to communicate, but there's something incredibly important that you must know at that time. And they can override very <laughs> few and far between where they override that. But if you're working with a guide who doesn't have high integrity, it will it will ignore your boundaries unless you stand firmer in your boundaries, you have to be more powerful than they are. Mm. Um, and, or if, uh, like my guides love to talk early in the morning oh. and, um, or late at night to me, because I channel all day for people and for situations. So if I don't make time for my guides during the day, they'll wake me up to talk to me. Oh, so I will make sure I make time yeah. Because, and, and yes, could I easily say, absolutely not. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But yeah. I'm one of those people that likes to grow. If they're waking me up, it's something important. So I want to kind of tune in. So I'm never just going to be like, oh no, it's like a business partner being like, Hey, I have this idea. And you being, I want to go back to sleep. I'll talk to you later. No okay. thanks. And then not making time for them all day. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I, that's just so cool. Um, and, and so the spirit guides, like they can't, like move anything in the physical world right that's like when it gets like really weird right (laughs) like do they do physical like turn lights on and off or is that a totally different thing I'm thinking of so they can but they normally won't what spirit guides will do is they will absolutely like bring something into your path Mm -hmm. to get your attention so Mm -hmm. you might trip on something or slam your hand on something really to like get your attention. Like this weekend I was doing a lot of work on our property and I went to push something and it sprung back and like slammed my wrist. Like I have a huge bruise and I was like, Oh my God. And they were like, you're letting, you're holding on too tight. Let it go. And I was like, thank you. Okay. 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 (laughs) So like they'll do that. Now the stuff that like shuts lights off and moves books, those are, those are departed loved ones. Those are spirits, lower vibrational spirits who, still have a connection to this life and are hanging around for one reason or another, very close to the physical world instead of communicating from the realms. So it's normally like what people would call ghosts, right? Spirit, spirit guides are different than ghosts. Ghosts are departed, are departed beings who were on this planet and are still very much connected to it. Wow. And do they need to like fulfill a mission so they can like leave the earth or what's the, no, No, sometimes it's just, they want your attention. Sometimes it's, you know, they are stuck here and they need help releasing. Sometimes it's literally just to scare people. Like there are um, what we call entities that will mess with people um, who can connect and they will mess with people just to bring out fear. 
Yeah. So, um, I was diagnosed with, uh, like bipolar a few, like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's true or not, but someone said it's like just an entity kind of glomming onto your, to you and like kind of pulling you down. Um, I don't know. Have you had any experience with that with like mental health? Yeah. So there are a lot of cases, um, and there's, you know, I can't point you into studies that can only tell you what I see looking at people, Mm -hmm. um, that certain mental disorders and mental, you know, situations that they're in Mm -hmm. are absolutely because of entities. And if people would just let psychics work with people with mental disorders, Mm -hmm. uh, it could greatly help them. Yeah. And what happens is, is that an entity will attach to you Mm -hmm. and it can make you think really bad things. It can Mm -hmm. cause immense fear. It just makes you feel overwhelmed and tired and exhausted, anything, Mm -hmm. anything on a lower vibrational frequency. And then it can, it doesn't separate, but it messes with you. So if you, you can be on a high where it's, it's triggering your ego. So now instead of being like, uh, triggering your fear base it's triggering like um like oh my god I need this and I need that it's like it goes from a high to a low um and yeah it it's absolutely can be an entity absolutely. I mean now there are cases where there really is a chemical imbalance that is not affected by an entity yeah. but a lot of them are energy related yeah I mean and I I feel like I've experienced that both on both ends and um, I mean I I went to the hospital and I was given medication I don't know if the medication helps or if I just had to somehow release everything off of me but um, I can tell a difference when I'm well and when I'm not and um, just being able to be aware of like how I feel and like if there's like energy on me that doesn't feel good I have to just release it and tell it to go away. Yeah. And that's the thing. We give the entity our power mm-hmm. and the more we give it to them, the more we're like, Oh my God, I don't feel good. And everything is, you know, everything mm-hmm. is crashing down around me. The entity's like, yes, yes, yes. And it's feeding it. Yeah. Now so it makes it. So if you have something to help you to get out of that lower vibration, yeah. whether it's, uh, you know, a practice or medication or whatever it is, it separates you more and more from the entity so that it's not as powerfully affecting you. It's so interesting. I mean, ugh, I wish there was a way to like detect. Well, I guess using your abilities is the way to detect it. Um, well, when you start to feel like low and angry, but yeah, it can also just be energy that is held inside of you. I, um, I like people come to me, like I clear entities or, or paranormal activity from houses. My child actually had, um, a really powerful entity in one of her houses oh. and uh, at college. And um, so I can tell the difference between if it's fear inside of you or an entity just by talking to somebody. Yeah, I can feel there's an entity on somebody just from somebody typing me, hey, Carrie, how are you? Literally <gasps> just one connection. I can feel it. Oh my gosh. And you're just like, um, so can you help that person release it? Or like, is that invasive if you're like, um, by the way, or you know do people have to ask you for your help to release things if 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 they want them off or that's got to be a really fine line between um you know being invasive with your gifts to try to help someone and just but then the frustration of waiting for them to ask you like that's got to be a fine line right there so yeah it is in the sense that like 
um, like there's people I meet every day. Like there are people, there are more people walking around on this planet with an entity attached to them than you will ever imagine. <sighs> and it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to elicit bipolar. It can just be somebody who's really like mad all the time or angry or yeah. somebody who just has terrible things that happen to them all the time. And they might be the sweetest person, yeah. but literally like nothing works out for them. Uh, it's a lot of time. It's just, it's not like a, they don't have to be terrible. Yeah. So if one of my clients reaches out, I'll be yeah. like, Hey girl, you got to check your energy. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been times I came across somebody I was loosely connected with on Instagram and my guides are like, you need to reach out with, to them. And I will say, Hey, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, um, and I will say like, listen, what I see in this, it's not good energy that you're channeling with or connecting with, or there's something going on. Would you like to do a session? I never charge anybody ever, mm. ever, ever. If okay. it's somebody that I reach out to, right. you know, because like my guides have asked me to, or because I see it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of like along the lines of like, if you are, um, if you want a lawn mowing business, yeah. And you see somebody with a terrible lawn, you're not going to stop and be like, Hey, do you want me to mow your lawn or I'll mow your lawn for free? Like yeah. it, this really is something that I do that I see it every, every day, every day. I see people online, psychics online. I've been channeling with this, with this energy. And this is what it told me. And I can tell you the level of integrity of that energy. I do not interfere. Like that's yeah. their life. That's their path. Yeah. Like, you know, just like you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't offer to clean everybody's house you show up at, like it's you just don't do it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you just have to decide for you where Correct. That my clients. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that um, that's the last um, question, because I know we need to wrap up in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, so when did you decide to turn your gifts into a business? And like, how did that? How did that happen? So I left um, like a corporate type job in two at the end of 2014. And I decided I was never going to grow somebody else's business to the multi-million dollar level. I was going to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Oh, I'm going to be a business consultant. And I was really good at business. That's like, it's what I did. Yeah. And every single time my guides were like, no, you need to bring your psychic gifts into it. And I was like, no, thank you. And they're like, yes, bring your psychic gifts into it. Oh. I struggled for 18 months, making no more than $2,000 a month max. Some months I didn't make any money. It was, mm -hmm. it was, I was going off of making six figures yeah. to literally barely making five in an entire year. It was the hard, yeah. it was hard. Yeah. And finally I was like, fine, I will tell people I'm psychic. I will do this. And I made $10,000 that month and my income has steadily grown ever mm -hmm. since. That's awesome. So I was like, okay. It, and it's really needed. What I've realized is that there's such a bad stigma around psychics and, and rightfully so I've seen some pretty shoddy work in ethics. Yeah. And I know part of my purpose is to help people to understand it is a completely normal thing. Like if you saw me, I am a completely normal person. You would never know right. that I do the things that I do yeah. because it's just a gift that I have. My whole life doesn't it's not, I'm not super woo woo, but right. I can do anything in the psychic world, in the spiritual world, in the energy world. Um, but I just make it part of my everyday life. Yeah, exactly. And I feel, I love that you're kind of making it mainstream and like kind of cool just to be, just to be like, a, like you're a mom, you're a business mm -hmm. owner, but you're, you also just happen to be psychic and that's part of your magic. And it's like, it's, you don't have to wear a turban and have a crystal ball. Like it's not right. like that. That's yeah. the old school way. Um, but I feel like there is just this new wave of people tapping into these other senses that 
we're given that we just don't know how to use. Or like you said, we need to clear our, our energy around um, our abilities and just start using them more for the good of, for the good of humanity, right? For the good of everything. Yeah, definitely. And and the children who are coming in now are more, um, are more conscious. So they're more connected. So their psychic abilities are starting at a higher level than everybody who's here. So we have to, in order to catch up, it's just part of our soul evolution. It's what's happening. Yes. I mean, is that so, well, I don't know, this is like scientific, but are are people Mm -hmm. like on the autism spectrum? Is that like, they're actually more tapped in that way? Not necessarily. I have a brother who's autistic. He's not necessarily more tapped in. Okay. Um, But they're, they feel energy. They can feel energy stronger. um, So they're more empathic, but it doesn't mean their brains know how to understand it. Mm -hmm. So they might be feeling energy, but they can't comprehend Mm -hmm. how to do it. I think, I think some people who have been labeled as autistic or ADHD, all these labels are just a way for society to categorize, to medicate instead of understanding who people really are and allowing them to just be who they are. Yeah. But like that true um, autistic, those children who are truly autistic, who, who have social and contact issues, they cannot touch. They can, they don't, those children are not necessarily more tapped in. They do have chemical things and and wiring things going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see one more thing. Well, two quick ones. Um, one, what's one of the coolest things that's happened for like one of your clients? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't even know. I feel like everything we do is kind of cool. Um, I've had people, um, see their children before they come to them, um, get full on information about past lives. You know, all of my clients have a deeper understanding of life and they feel like they can navigate life better because of opening up these abilities and truly tapping it. It's like you get an, an entire, it's like seeing the world in color instead of black and white mm-hmm. anymore. It's a totally different way to see the world and understand the world. Yes. I love that. I love that. And it and you get to navigate it with like a, a better GPS too. Yeah. Yeah. And every single one of them has, has grown their business by using their abilities and um, you know, like even the energy workers, even, you know, the people who are doing healing and stuff, I teach that um, because they've been able to manifest things, create things, Mm -hmm. heal people. Um, It's just truly, it's magical without truly, without really being magic, you know? Yeah. It's just working with the vibrational energy and like, and yeah, like, I don't even know, not controlling it, but just really understanding it and it's um, directing it, creating it. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Okay. Where can people find you and how can they work with you? Sure. So on Facebook and Instagram um, and online, um, Carrie Cardozo is what I'm listed under everything. Um, I spend a lot of, I spend more time on Instagram than I do on Facebook. Um, But I also have a group on Facebook called Life by Divine. Okay. And it's really about like living your life aligned with your soul and what your soul came here to do and tapping into your abilities. Um, and that's really what I do is help people tap into their soul and their purpose here. And, you know, their blue, understanding their blueprint. I read people's um, soul blueprints. I, I do this thing called soul destiny sessions. Mm. And I tell you what you're here to do, your life lessons, your 
purpose, your contracts, your um, experience and what your life is going to be like in the next 10 to 15 years. And I've been doing them since 2018 and not a single one of them has ever been wrong. Every single person's has unfolded um, into that and and they're doing even, you know, I've had people that are like, oh my God, I have no interest. Like I tell you what you're, what you're going to be stepping into purpose wise. I remember this one girl was so mad about it. And she was like, that's not what I want to do. I don't even like that stuff. And I was like, you don't have to do it. You do not have to do what your blueprint says. And she was like really comforted by that. Yeah. A year and a half later, she did this big live video. And she's like, I have to tell you, this woman told me I was going to be doing something and I hated it. And guess what I'm doing? And I love it. Exactly ah. what she said I was going to do. I love um, it. So it's really cool. Like the sessions just give you such a deeper insight and understanding as to what is possible mm-hmm. when you show up and do the work and you live in alignment with why you're really here like the mm-hmm. purpose of being here you always have a choice you can do whatever you want in life mm-hmm. there is no like you have to do this you always have your free will but when you align with what you're here to do it completely changes your life okay what's <laughs> can you give me one thing that's like you're feeling for me for like I don't even know like advice or something that you see or feel coming up for me now in regard to uh, business. So I do see that there is a huge shift in your business, but the thing that they are telling me, so you can always ask a question, but they're going to show me something. Okay. Is that there is something there is, um, I don't want to say it's a block, but there's something that you have to deal with in relationship to your children in order for your business to grow. And I think it's more about balancing things okay. and working with things. And it's like, you're pulled between mom life and children and business and mom life and children and business. Uh-huh. And the more attention you can give to your business and bring a new level of seriousness professionalism and like owning this like it's an empire and they're telling me you haven't done that it's you've wanted to keep it light and flowy and airy (laughs) and fun but they're saying that if you truly change that and they're saying that the reason is is because you want this flexibility with your kids and to do this Mm -hmm. they're saying that you can have both but you have to bring this like if you really want to reach those goals that you have they're telling me that you have really big goals that you have to bring this level of seriousness into your business in that sense of like i'm building an empire i am building something that's going to last even for my children and they're, they're saying that that's really important for you and and it's not that you have to by no means is this mean that you have to you know, dedicate 60 hours a week to your business. It's switching the energy of, no, I just want this to be light and fun too. This is serious. This is an empire I am building. I am a businesswoman. This is what I live for. And it gets you out of that. You're more towards like, I'm having fun and I'm a mom versus (laughs) I am a businesswoman. That is going to help your business grow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely feel all that because I'm I'm running actually two businesses right now, a coaching business and a music business. And then my daughter runs three businesses. So maybe somehow we can merge them together. <laughs> and that yeah. the empire. <laughs> but that's why that's why they're saying empire is because yeah. you're when you have your energy scattered in all of these different directions, instead of bringing them together cohesively and seeing where they all inter intermix together and bringing like a common energy, a theme behind it, yeah. our energy is scattered and it's less energy where if we create something that has an underlying meaning with all of them, Mm -hmm. the one energy we move out and we're working with is growing all of them. That's Mm -hmm. why they want this empire energy brought in. Okay. I'm writing empire energy down. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I loved our conversation and uh, I would love to have you back on anytime and we'll stay in touch on socials. 
and thanks again we will um we'll find you on instagram and facebook and um have a great rest of your day thanks you as well okay bye bye Wasn't that just the coolest episode ever? So if you want to reach out and work with Carrie Cardozo, please look her up on Instagram and Facebook. She's got some wonderful programs that you can jump into, and I'm so excited for you if you do that. I am also offering some programming coming up this fall. You can work with me from the beginning of fall until the day of my birth. So I have a new program called The Scarlet Lady and it is starting September 22nd. It ends January 7th. And in that meantime, we will be in a group coaching container together for 107 days and it will accumulate, accumulate, is that a word? It will, yeah, I think accumulates a word. (laughs) It'll accumulate in January from the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. My birthday's the 7th on a five-day, four-night cruise in the Caribbean in January, starting off 2022 on the most amazing foot, a high-heeled foot on the Scarlet Lady Virgin Voyages ship. This is a group coaching and retreat program all in one, wrapped up together. If you need more information on this, please email me at lauriburkecoaching at gmail.com. That's L-O-R-I-B-U-R-K-E-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at gmail.com. And I would love to send you the details, the itinerary, all the fun things. I will let you know how to book everything. I have a concierge who happens to be my sister who can book your trip for you for free. All you need to do is get to Miami and get on the boat with us. Um, I'll send you links to sign up for the group coaching program so that we can meet together as much as we want in those three months every day in your pocket coaching, in your pocket fun. Everybody can show up as themselves and we are just going to have the best time. And you know, like busy moms, we just need a reason to get away. And it's really hard to book a solo trip by yourself just out of the blue. And if you can say, I'm going on a retreat with my friends, that seems to land better. And I think it's going to be amazing. And also you can ask for it as a Christmas gift to yourself or from your family. It's totally up to you. So please let me know if you would like more information, reach out on email or feel free to DM me on my public page, Lori Ann Burke on Instagram or Lori Burke coaching also on Instagram. That's my private page. You can request to get in there. Um, You can also reach out on Facebook, on Messenger as well. I am so excited about all these new episodes coming up. Thank you for being with me. Please make sure you subscribe and review my podcast on Apple and I might enter you to win a prize in a raffle. So if you leave a review, screenshot your review, email it to me at lauriburkecoaching at gmail.com. I will enter your name into a basket to win a Starbucks gift card. So there you go. Little prize for giving me some feedback. I super appreciate it. Thank you for being here. I hope you have a fabulous day.